Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Welcome to module eight. We're already on module eight. I think I say this every week, but I cannot believe how fast this podcast program is going. If you have been here from the very beginning through every single module, I am so proud of you. Congratulations. You are on module eight out of 12, and that is something to really celebrate. If you're new here, if this is your very first episode, welcome. I am so excited you are here. You do not have to press stop and go back. You can listen to this episode. This module can stand on its own. If it's the only module you listen to, you will get so much out of it. But obviously you're going to get the most out of this incredible podcast program if you listen to all of the modules. So I just wanted to recap where we've been before we dive into module eight. So we started out with module one, which was our 2022 reflection, really looking back on 2022 and pulling out the celebrations, pulling out the lessons learned really taking with us what we need, needed from 2022 in order to move forward. Module two was all about clarity and goals for 2023. Module three, we created your 2023 project board. Module four, we dove into the hierarchy of change and how we actually create change that will last that does not rely on motivation and willpower module five was all about identity and changing at the identity level module six we dove into science and the science behind how your thoughts actually do create your reality module seven was all about changing your mind how we question and poke holes in the limiting beliefs that are holding us back so that we can release them and then writing new beliefs, new stories, new patterns that are going to serve us in achieving the things that we desire to achieve. And here we are at module eight and module eight is all about manifestation. So I am going to walk you through the eight step. We're going to call it eight steps. One step has multiple steps multiple sub-steps, but we're going to call it the eight-step process to manifest your desires. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out by just walking you through the steps. Then I'm going to go back and we're going to dive into a few of the steps in more detail. Some of the steps we've already talked about. Some of the steps we're going to talk about more in this episode. 
So let's dive right in. The eight-step manifestation process. Step number one, know what you want. This is visioning. This is clarity. So this goes back to module two and module three of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0. Know what you want. We can't create what we want if we don't know what we want. We have to be clear on where it is that we're going, right? You can't get to a destination if you don't know what the destination is. So one of my favorite mentors, Catherine Zankina, calls this define, decide, declare. And I've talked about the power of deciding in previous modules and the power of declaring, but I just want to reiterate it here. We're not talking about hoping. We're not talking about asking. We're not talking about saying, oh, I really want this to happen or I really hope this happens and just like wishing. We are deciding that whatever it is that we desire is happening for us. It is this inner knowing, knowing that it's meant for us, knowing that it's already done and it's on our way to us. It's this feeling of like, I just know. I just know. So define, decide, declare, not just hope, not beg for, not want, not ask for, but declaring and deciding and knowing that what you desire to create in this life, what you desire to create in your business is for you. It is meant for you. It is happening for you. It doesn't matter how much time it's going to take. There is no plan B. You are on this course. You are doing this. That is the kind of resolve I want you to bring to this first step. Step number two, believe you can have it. This goes back to the last module, module seven. This is where we identify all the beliefs that are holding us back from achieving the things we desire and we work through those limiting beliefs. So we identify what the beliefs, the stories, and the patterns are. We start to poke holes in them. We question them. This is where you go through that limiting belief process that I gave you in module seven to release those limiting beliefs and then to write new beliefs. In module seven, we talk about how you are the ultimate creator. You get to decide what this life is like. You get to decide what your career is like. You get to decide what your business is like. You get to create the rules. So if you get to create the rules, if you get to create beliefs, what beliefs do you want to have? What beliefs will support you in achieving whatever it is that you desire to achieve? So that's step number two. Believe you can have it. I'm not really going to dive into any further detail on that step because again, that was what we talked about in module seven. So you can go back and listen to module seven. If you have not already or if you need a refresher on that and that's where I dive into all of the limiting belief work. Step number three, focus and intention around having it. So we want to focus on it. 
And we want to set an intention, a loose intention around when we want to achieve it by. I can't remember what module I talked about this in, but I did talk about time in a previous module. I think it was module, it might have been module two where we talked about clarity and goals. I touched on time. And setting loose intentions around when you desire for these things to happen for you. We want to focus on what we desire. We talked about that in module six in how our thoughts actually create our reality. We want to focus on what we want. We want to set a loose intention around what it is that we desire to create and when it happens. But we don't want to get too tied to a timeline because time can speed up, time can slow down, things can happen a lot faster than we ever imagined, things can take longer than we would like them to. And so step number three is focus. We obviously want to focus on the things that we want because what we focus on is what we create and we want to set a loose intention around when we desire it to happen knowing that It could happen faster. It could happen slower. But either way, we're committed to it happening. Step number four, release the how. We're going to dive into this today. Step number five, feel how it would feel to have it. This is where we infuse our senses. This also includes identity work. If you want to deep dive into identity work, that was module five. So you can go back and listen to that episode. But we're going to dive into feeling how it would feel to have it today. Step number six, take the inspired action. We're going to talk about that today. Step number seven, repeat steps two through six until you get what you desire. And step number eight is faith. Faith, trust, letting go. Letting go is kind of a part of step number four, which is release the how. But step number eight is really faith and trust. Having faith that what is meant for you will never pass you by. Trusting in the process. Trusting that what you desire is already on its way to you. And trusting in the journey. So recap. The eight-step manifestation process is one, know what you want. Two, believe you can have it. Three, focus and intention around it. Number four, release the how. Number five, feel how it would feel to have it. Number six, take the inspired action. Number seven, repeat steps two through six until you have it. And number eight, which kind of ties into number seven, is hold the faith, have trust. So that is the manifestation process. What you notice is that it's not just think about what you want and sit and meditate on it and just think about it and sit on your couch and meditate on it and hope that it happens. No, that is not part of the manifestation process. Action is involved. I know I've mentioned this before, but we have to take action. Action is a key part of the process. We have to be willing to do our part. We have to be willing to step outside our comfort zone. We have to be willing to step into the unknown. We have to be willing to feel that fear, to feel that discomfort, to work through failure, to work through disappointment because those are parts of the journey that is part of the process. We're going to fail. You're going to fail. I'm going to tell you that right now. 
on the journey to achieving whatever it is that you desire to achieve, you will fail. You will fail. You will feel disappointment. You will feel frustration. You will feel anger. Sometimes it's going to feel like nothing is happening. We're going to talk about that today. Like nothing is happening. Nothing is working. There's always things happening. But that's where faith and trust come in. So let's dive into a couple of these steps in further detail because I have some things I want to say about some of these. So let's start with number four, which is releasing the how. This tends to be very, very difficult for women who are very anchored in masculine energy. So we have two opposing energies within our body that we can really take on. And that is masculine energy and feminine energy. Masculine energy is like the energy of doing. It's productivity. It's accomplishment. It's the to-do list. It's taking action. It's strategy. It's structure. That is masculine energy. And women who are very driven, who are type A, who are somewhat control freak or have control freak type tendencies, which was 100% me, tend to live primarily in masculine energy. Masculine energy is actually the energy that can create burnout. This is like the hustle energy that a lot of women end up feeling very burnt out from. Okay, so there's masculine energy and then there's feminine energy. Feminine energy is releasing the how. Feminine energy is feeling, it's sensation, it's emotion, it's pleasure, it's passion, it's sensuality, it's receiving, it's being taken care of, it is faith, it is trust, it is letting go, it is enchantment, it is majesticness, if that's a word, magic. Like that is the feminine energy. And you want both in your business. You need to know when it's appropriate to be in masculine energy, when you need to be in that like productivity, doing, action strategy part of yourself. And you need to know when you need to be in the more feminine part of yourself, which is letting go, releasing the how, allowing things to come in and receive them, allowing yourself to receive them, which I actually did not include in the manifestation process but that would be the last step step number nine so we're gonna we're gonna modify this on the fly step number nine is receive what you want you actually have to receive it right you have to be open to receiving and we're going to talk about that so let's get back to step number four which is releasing the how many women have a really really hard time doing this I had a really hard time doing this we want to know how right we have control freak tendencies We like to be in control. We want to know how. We want to know how because when we know how, we have control. There's certainty, right? When we don't know how, there is uncertainty. There feels like there's a lack of control. It's the unknown and that is a place that a lot of women are not comfortable in. We talked about this in a previous module, really shifting how you think about the unknown. But releasing the how is so important because there's a million ways for the thing you desire to come to you. There really is. There are infinite ways, infinite potentials, infinite possibilities for what you desire 
for how you des- what you desire to make its way for you to you. That's like a mumbo jumble of words. So there's infinite ways for what you want to come to you. But so often we get so attached to a couple of ways. And we try to force things to happen, right? We're like, it has to happen this way. This person has to sign up. This person has to sign up. This person has to sign up. This thing has to happen. This thing has to happen. And we get so fixated on those ways that we are aware of that we forget that there's infinite ways that we are completely unaware of for the things we desire to flow to us. So if you think about travel, there's probably a million ways to get from New York to Paris, right? I mean, a million combinations of ways to get from New York to Paris. You know, there's a direct flight. You could stop over in London, then go to Paris. You could stop over in London, stop over in Dublin, stop over in Rome, then go to Paris, right? Like there's so many different ways. But oftentimes we only see one way or a couple of ways. So a really good way to envision this is I want you to think about the fact that we are living life at ground level. I want you to think about a football field. So we are living life at ground level. You are on a football field. You can only see what's going on in the football field, right? In the arena. Because you are at ground level. So you can only see what's happening right around you. But if you think about the universe or God or infinite intelligence or angels or whatever you believe in, that operates with a bird's eye view, right? So think about that as an airplane up in the sky. Think about your view and your perspective, the difference in perspective from being at ground level versus being up in an airplane. You can see so much more, right? You can see so much more when you're up in an airplane. You can see so many different things, so many different ways that you can get from point A to point B when you're up in an airplane that you can't see when you're at ground level. We are living life at ground level. We can only see a limited number of ways. God, universe, angels, infinite intelligence is at is the airplane, is at the airplane level. They have a bird's eye view. It has a bird's eye view. It can see all of the ways. And there's usually a path that has less resistance than the path that you're on, that you can see, right? And our manifestations will always come to us through the path of least resistance. Oftentimes that path is not one of the paths that we're aware of that we can see at ground level. So when we release the how, we actually open ourselves up to the things we desire coming to us in the fastest possible way instead of living in our hyper-masculine energy and trying to force it to come to us in the ways that we know, which slows down the process. It creates a lot of resistance. So when we release the how, we actually speed up the process of the things we desire making their way to us. We speed up the process because we engage infinite ways. We take the resistance off of all of the potential ways that what we desire can make its way to us. And we're not just hyper-focused on our way. Okay, so I hope that analogy helped. So that is number four, release the how. Number five, 
Feel how it would feel to have it. This is where we really infuse emotion. We've talked about emotion a lot. We've talked about engaging our five senses. This is where we do this. This is where we tap into how would I feel if I already had the thing that I am desiring? And there's a fun little exercise that I want you to do right now. So let's say you're trying to manifest $10,000. I want you to close your eyes for a second if you're not driving. If it's safe for you to close your eyes, I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine me handing you a check right now for $10,000. If I handed you a check right now for $10,000 and you grabbed that check, what would you be feeling in your body? Feel that. What would you be thinking? Think that. What would you believe about money? About money making its way to you? Believe that. Is there a smell that may be associated with that? Is there a sound that may be associated with that? Is there a touch or a taste that may be associated with that? With having that $10,000, with receiving that $10,000. That right there is feeling how it would feel if you already had it. And when we are working on manifesting the things that we desire, we want to tap into that feeling as often as we possibly can. If you can tap into that feeling on a daily basis, you are infinitely speeding up the process of what you desire making your its way to you because your subconscious mind speaks in feeling. Feeling, sensation, emotion. So in order to really like plant these beliefs these desires into our subconscious mind, we want to infuse feeling. So I want you to, this is where you get to go back to that identity work and you get to get clear on who you would be if you already had this thing. Who you would be, what you would be doing, how you would be showing up, what you would be thinking, what actions you would be taking, what you would believe who you would surround yourself with, what your environment would look like, what you would look like, how would you would dress, how you would put yourself together, how you would treat yourself. This is where you get to go back to module five and really dive into those identity questions. And if you're wondering like how do I get the identity questions, you have to enroll in this podcast program. So all you have to do is scroll down to the show notes, click the link, That says unlock the magic within 2.0. Enter your name and email address and you will get all of the previous modules emails over the next, I think I have it scheduled for an email to come to you every other day to catch you up to wherever we are and then you will get all the future emails. So if you want all of the identity questions, make sure you are enrolled in this podcast program. It's completely free. 
So this is where we dive into that identity work so that we can tap into that feel how it would feel to already have it. This is where we get to start becoming the version of us who has the thing that we desire, right? So that is step number five. Step number six, take the inspired action. We talked about this. You have to take action. (laughs) I will repeat that. You have to take action. And this is the scary part. This is the scary part. Because often the action you have to take, you've never taken before. And there's fear. And there's nervousness. And there's a little bit of anxiety. And you're scared. And you don't know how it's going to work out. And it's the unknown. And there's uncertainty. And there's a potential for failure. And there's a potential for disappointment. And there's a potential for things to not work out. But you have to take these actions. You have to do something different in order to create something different. And a great way or a great place to start to figure out, okay, what kind of action should I take is going back to that identity work. Well, what kind of action would the next level version of you who already has this thing, what kind of action would she take? We start taking those actions. We also take inspired action. I love this. Amanda Francis was the one who introduced me to inspired action. But inspired action is like those ideas that just pop into your head where you're like, oh, I should do that. Most people don't act on inspired action. It's a thought, but they never actually follow through on it. They're like, oh, I should do that. But can I do that? Oh, I'll just do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. And they never actually follow through on it. When you get those inspired ideas, those intuitive hits, those gut feelings like I should do this, follow through on those. They are there for a reason. They are coming up for a reason. You're probably not going to know what the reason is in the moment. It's not really going to make sense while you're in it. But when you look back... In hindsight, you're going to be able to piece it together. You're going to be like, wow, it made sense that that happened and then that happened and then that happened and then that happened and you can see how all the pieces fit together. But in the moment, it might not make sense. You might be like, I don't know why I'm having this intuitive hit. I don't know why I feel like I should do this. And that partly is because that Because the subconscious mind also does not operate in logic. So our subconscious mind, again, operates in feeling and emotion and intention and energy, which is very different than logic. Our conscious mind is logical. So our subconscious mind and our conscious mind actually speak two very different languages. So a lot of times those inspired actions, those intuitive hits may not make sense logically that's okay that doesn't mean you're not supposed to do it let go of logic let go of logic which I know is really really hard it's something that's hard for me to do still sometimes but the more you practice following those inspired actions and following those intuitive hits the more you strengthen your intuition the easier it gets to hear it the easier it gets to follow it. So take the inspired action. Number seven, repeat steps two through six. So as you get into this process, you're going to find that there are more limiting beliefs that come up. 
right? And you're going to have to work through those limiting beliefs. You have to continuously and consistently focus on the thing that you desire. Again, it may not come as fast as you want it to. It may feel like nothing is happening. We're going to talk about that with step eight. But we have to focus on it and bring our attention to it. We have to continue to release the how. We have to continue to feel how it would feel. We have to continue to take the inspired action. We just keep doing these things over and over and over again. It's a journey until we receive the thing that we want. And that is where faith and trust come in. So I have another analogy or another example that I think is going to really help you envision what I'm talking about here. And that is the pebble in the bucket. So a lot of times, especially at the beginning, when we're starting to dive into this manifestation process and we're decide, we're starting to really take action and feel the feels and do all of the things, it feels like nothing is happening. You'll be like, nothing is changing. It's like when you start a health and fitness journey and you're like, I ate a salad. I want to know that I lost five pounds because I ate a salad, right? No, that's not exactly how it works. So I want you to think of every single thing you do that's in alignment with achieving this vision as a pebble, as a pebble. And there's a bucket. And every time you align with this vision, whether it's you are working through limiting beliefs, you are focusing on what you want, you are releasing the how, you're feeling the feels, you are taking the inspired action, it's like putting a pebble in the bucket. The problem is the bucket is not see-through. You have no idea where you are in this bucket. You have no idea if you're near the bottom of the bucket. You have no idea if you're halfway up the bucket. You have no idea if there's so many pebbles in the bucket that you're almost to the top. You cannot see through this bucket. So you don't know. There's always something happening. We manifest 24 7. We are constantly manifesting, and everything is a pebble in the bucket. You don't know what pebble is going to be the pebble that creates the overflow because you can't see into the bucket. So, this is where faith and trust come in. We have to trust that every single step is getting us closer to the thing we desire. Every single step, every single pebble, every single thing we do is growing the amount of pebbles in the bucket. And you never know if that next thing is going to be the thing that creates the overflow. But you know that the surest way to not achieve the thing you desire is to stop putting pebbles in the bucket, right? Even if the pebbles are going in slowly, they're still adding up. But if you quit, if you stop, they're not adding up, right? That's the only way that you don't get to overflow is if you stop. But most people stop because they feel like it's taking too long. They don't have the faith. They don't have the trust that it's all adding up, that everything is working in their favor, that everything is a pebble in the bucket and the bucket is getting more full and more full and more full. They don't have the faith. They don't trust. And so they quit. And maybe you have done this in the past. I know I have done this in the past. But we have to have the faith. We have to have the trust that everything is adding up always. 
And sometimes it feels like it's adding up really slow, but it's still adding up. Every pebble gets you closer, right? So that is where faith and trust come in. And then I added step number nine in the midst of this episode. And step number nine is opening yourself, is actually receiving, receiving the thing you desire, opening yourself up to receive. Ladies, a lot of times we're closed off to receiving, especially if you're a mom. If you're a mom, I know you have done this before. People have offered things to you and you have declined. Can I help you with that? No, it's okay. I have it. Can I do this for you? No, no, no. No, no. I can do it. We close ourselves off to receiving unconsciously most of the time. But so often we are walking around not open to receiving the exact things that we desire to receive, and when they are offered to us, we decline them. I want you to think about times when you've done this because I know that you have done it. I know you've done it because I've done it. (laughs) I've done it. I've gotten much better. But in order to receive the things we desire, we have to receive. We have to actually receive it, right? We have to be open to receive it. So I want you to open yourself up to receiving it and An exercise you can do is think about what closed and open feel like within your body. Like if you think about someone who looks closed off, what is their posture? They're usually like hunched forward a little bit. Maybe their shoulders are hunched forward. Their head's kind of down. There's this posture that is very closed off. Their arms are crossed. There's also an energy to them, right? There's an energy of being closed off, not being open, I don't want to talk to you, I'm not in the mood. There's an energy to it. I know you know, if you think about it, there's an energy to being closed off, right? Now I want you to think about what the posture of being open would look like. And it would be sitting up straight, maybe your shoulders rolled back, your head up, you've got a smile on your face, this is aura about you there's this energy about you maybe you're feeling optimistic or positive you feel like anything can happen you're approachable right like there's a very specific energy to being open so if you find yourself feeling closed off I want you to check your posture like the easiest way to shift ourselves out of this feeling of being closed off is to adjust our posture so sit up straight Shoulders up and back, chest out a little bit, head up. Like that posture is a very open and confident posture. And shifting your posture can shift your energy. And shifting your energy shifts how the world responds to you, right? So that's a really easy way to shift back into being open if you feel like you're closed off to receiving. And just reminding yourself on a daily basis that you're open for miracles, You're open for miracles. You're open for magic. You're open to receive. And what would that feel like? Right? So tying back into feel how it would feel. What would it feel like if that came in today? And tapping back into that. So that is the manifestation process. And that is what we have really been working up to in these first seven modules has been adding up into this. So this is how we manifest what we desire. So your homework for this week 
is to put this all together and to start working on steps four through nine, I'll say. Because we already have worked on step one, step two, step three. We've already worked on portions of step four, step five. One other thing I want to mention about step four, which is releasing the how, is something called negative yearning. This is something that happens quite often. And it's when we want something so bad that we create lack. So want means we don't have. And don't have means we don't need. Because we have everything we need. On a basic human level, if you are living in a first world country, you have everything that you need to survive at a basic level. And you most likely are living in more than enough whether you realize it or not but when we want so badly the universe takes that as greed because we already have everything we need so if we want more than that it's greedy and it actually creates a very lack mentality and if we are in a state of lack what we're doing is we're just attracting more lack to us when we're focused on I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, I need, I need, I need. What we're actually doing is creating more of I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, I don't need, I don't have, right? I need, I need, I need, which is a state of lack. So we're actually perpetuating a state of lack. And I see so many women do this with money. They get into this constant state of lack with money unconsciously and they don't know how to shift into a state of overflow or a state of abundance. So negative yearning is when we want something so badly that we actually create lack, which perpetuates more lack, which slows down the process of us getting what we desire. So what we want to do is we want our desires to be true desires. Like I already have everything I need. On a basic human level, I have what I need. I already live in more than enough. Which again, most of you listening to this do live in more than enough. Like look around your house or your apartment. Do you use every single thing that you own? Do you wear every single piece of clothing in your closet? Is your pantry empty? Do you, do you use every piece of food in your pantry? Most women, not all, but most women have more food in their pantry than they use have more clothes than they wear, have more things in their house than they use, you're already living in more than enough. And yet we've convinced ourselves that we're not, right? Like I need more, I need more, I need more. And we don't understand that that is actually creating more and more and more lack in our lives. So that's what negative yearning is. And I wanted to make sure I touched on that. I'm going to dive into that more in some upcoming modules, especially the money mindset module which I believe is the next module let me look at my notes yes money mindset is the next module so we'll dive into negative yearning more in that module because it's going to make a lot of sense when we talk about money but again this is the manifestation process your homework for this week is to really start diving into this process and doing steps four through nine steps four through nine 
and I want to know how it goes for you. Shoot me a message on Instagram or Telegram and let me know what's coming up. Let me know how it feels to feel the feels. Let me know what inspired actions are coming up for you. Let me know what it feels like to release the how if it's not something you've ever done before. I want to talk to you guys about this. So let's have a conversation over on Instagram or Telegram. You can find the links to both of those in the show notes. I so appreciate you being here. I can't wait to continue on with Module 9 next week. And I'll talk to you guys at our next episode. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.